Welcome to Ghost of a Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Lignato. I'm an astrologer, psychic medium, and animal communicator, and I'm going to give you your weekly horoscope and no bullshit mystical advice for living your very best life. Hey there, ghosties. In this episode, I'll be doing a live reading with one of my beloved listeners. Every Wednesday, listen in on an intimate conversation and get inspired as we explore perspectives on life, love, and the human condition. Along the way, we'll uncover valuable insights and practical lessons that you can apply to your own life. And don't forget to hit subscribe or at the very least mark your calendars because every Sunday I'll be back with your weekly horoscope. And that you don't want to miss. Let's get started. Jennifer, I am very excited because you have a whole family of animals for me to talk to. I do. Tell me who's in the family, what's going on, how I can be of help. So our most recent addition is Tony. Tony the dragon came to us in the summer of 2019. We had adopted another dragon, Talia, my daughter's classroom pet. And Talia had gotten out. She came to us in the summer of 2018. And so she got out. I always take them outside. I take my dragons out to get some sun because they need need sunlight. They need all of that for their bones. And I left her out there and came in and did something and she scurried off. And usually they go to the same spot. Uh, Yeah. He's like tripping right now. He's like, lady, take me back. Yeah. He wants, he wants to go back. I can feel he's a little anxious. Yeah. He doesn't like to talk about Talia. We think he's still mourning her. So Talia got out. She was lost for about six weeks. We couldn't find her. I was devastated. I felt like the most horrible pet mom ever. Mm -hmm. Um, We put an ad out for a lost dragon in the neighborhood and on next door somebody said oh I think I found your dragon about a mile away (laughs) there's no way she could have gotten that far but we said we'll go see it we'll see the dragon and see if it's ours so we go we see him this big giant you know you've seen him he's twice as big as Talia was and they didn't have a, a space for him they said well do you want to take him coincidentally I had just bought a brand new tank so I had two tanks So I bought a big three foot tank for Talia and decorated it with desert scene. It's like super set up, right? Rocks, caves, all the things. And I didn't have a dragon to put it in. So I said, okay. And if we find Talia and she comes home, she can be in her old tank and then we'll get her the new one, you know, once we're reacclimated. So Tony came to live with us. Tony. And wait, Tony and Talia met, obviously, because Tony and Talia met. So about six weeks after Talia disappeared. She was found two houses from from me from my backyard. So just two houses down on somebody's porch. And we're in a track home and all the houses look the same. Like they're all built in 1950s. So they have the same exact front porch setup that we do. And so she's just there hanging out. The neighbor called us and we went and got her. And she was a little weak, a lot weak. And she had been picked up I think by a chicken because the neighbor has chickens so her eye was was injured and so we scooped her up we got her under the heat lamp bathed her did all the things took her to the vet and they said yeah she's fine you know she's got this eye thing put some ointment on it and she should be fine so for that fall and spring she and Tony were sitting apart from each other and they would see each other 
and they would do the mating dance. So Tony would bop up and down with his black beard and Talia would be in her tank and she would get all pink in her beard and she would raise her, wave her arm up like this. It was like wow. they were at the club. She was like, hey, and Tony was like, hey, girl. <laughs> That's, yeah. ama- did they mate? They did not mate. No. I was not, I, I was not ready to have baby dragons. That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. And I'm already like, I got two kids too. So uh-uh. human children on top of animal yes. children. Okay. Yes. So I get the sense that she left because something was wrong because she wasn't feeling quite right. That there was some underlying physical issue going on with her medical issue. Yes. I believe that Talia had bone syndrome. So the home that she had come from they had her in a glass tank under the sun. They didn't have the heat lamp. They just did not have the set the proper setup mm-hmm. for her. And she was the class pet also. So yeah. she didn't have a lot of interaction. She was just really sad. And yeah. I think when she came here, she found some happiness. But yeah, I think when she and Tony were like looking at each other, I feel like that's when she was the most happy. Yeah. So poor Talia, I'm beside myself because... When we had the heat wave in 2020, I think, yeah, it was pandemic year. Again, I took her outside and I put her in the enclosure because we have a little doggy cage that we put them in and, and she was out there. I'm like, okay, she'll be fine. And I looked out and it was 20 minutes and she was fine. And I went in, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a shower and then I'll come back out. Mm. It was kind of shady and it's, it's what we did. Like we take them out. It's what we do. I don't think you did anything wrong. I mean, obviously you can shit a what a could of yourself, but it looks yeah. like she, if it wasn't that day, she just kind of would have wandered because she didn't feel right. And that was her instinct to do because mm-hmm. she, she was having health problems that were larger. Yeah. So yeah. for whatever that's worth. And you also have dogs, cats, cats. 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 And do the cats yes. and Tony get along? Tony and Jack. So Jack is my tuxedo cat. He's been looking at me sideways lately, by the way. He's probably got something to say. I let all the pets know that we were going to have this reading. And if they had something that they wanted me to know, that now's their chance. Great. So Jack, he and Jack get on well. Jack goes outside and lays with him. When they sit outside together, Jack will like bat at him. I don't know if Tony likes that or not, but Jack seems to love it because he rolls around when Tony's out there. It's really cute. So there's Jack and then there's Shadow, the OG Shadow, baby kitty. She is the kitten that came to us. She was the runt of the litter. She got lost, left behind. My aunt found her at her home and called me because I had wanted a cat. My now husband and I had just moved in together. And I was like, oh, a little black cat with green eyes would just be perfect right now. And what happens two days later? I get the call. A little black cat. And you've had Shadow for how long? Shadow will be, we've been together for 16 years, so 15 years. Okay, long time. So Shadow's a senior citizen. She's a senior kitty and she's struggling right now. We're just, we're going through some stuff with her and I just, I don't even know. Give her the medication, don't give her the medication. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming you have a bunch of questions for me. It sounds like one of them is about Shadow and medication. Yes. What else do you want to make sure I speak to just so that I can like, when I tap in with them, I can kind of go in the right direction. I really want to know about Tony and if he is, because I've been considering rehoming him to a place where he can get better, just more interaction. I'm going to be going back to work soon. And I just, you know, when I'm here during the day, 
even though I'm not like talking to him or playing with him or, you know, doing stuff with him, I take him out. I take him outside. I hold him. When my older daughters come over, they hang out with him. So he gets, I think he gets enough attention. The little kids, my, I have a 14 and 11 year old. They're like, whatever. They're very detached from him. Yeah. So I really, I'm curious to know if Tony is happy here. And do you know where you'd rehome him? Do you have an idea about that? I was looking at, they've Mm -hmm. got a reptile room and they've got different animals and they give class tours, you know, they've got a whole attendant for them. So, or to somebody who I would trust to take care of him, that Mm -hmm. I would have to like seriously tune into them and make sure that it's a good fit for him. So right away, I will tell you that no, no animal I've ever met except for a human animal thinks about the past and thinks about the future in the particular way that one would need to in order to fully understand that question and Mm -hmm. determine the right answer. As I asked you to show me, he has a strong no. He does not want to be on display. He does not want to be on display at all. And he doesn't like little kids. Okay. So I don't know. You must have had little kids in your house, but he's not a huge fan. He does prefer people that are more like you that are adults that don't fuss over him too much, but give him like material connection. Like he's Mm -hmm. showing me heat. So, you know, he he likes it that you're he's on you because it's Mm -hmm. warm. Does he want to be rehomed unless an animal is profoundly miserable? I don't think they would ever choose a vast unknown or I haven't yet experienced that. If you found a human person he does prefer women. I don't know if it's just he gets the most attention from women. But if you could find an individual who like was super into giving him attention and he really does like the lights. I, I mean, he likes going outside as well, but he really likes those heat lamps a mm-hmm. lot. It's okay. just a different kind of heat that he's getting mm-hmm. from those lamps. So mm-hmm. he does want somebody who has a setup, which is yeah. why you think that would be a good idea because they do have a setup, but there's too much activity He's not really that into it. Mm-hmm. If he went somewhere, really, truly, I'm going to cry because I cry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's Pisces, okay. Pisces moon. Pisces moon. I cry. I, I cry for everything. You. Becca, my daughter, Becca. Might take him. I think she would. I think that she's considered it when I've talked about rehoming him. That Becca she's has thought roommates. Becca has one roommate, but Becca has two rooms in the apartment. Here's the only concern about her is that her life feels like somebody in their early 20s who's just like, I don't know. Like, Is she in her early 20s? No, she's just turned 29. Okay, she's in her late 20s. She feels, oh, so she sat and returning. Okay, because she feels really like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it feels like a big question mark. And yeah, while technically, like, I think three or four years from now, Becca Mm -hmm. would be the perfect parent for mm-hmm. Tony. But mm-hmm. I don't know if today Becca is the right person for Tony. You know what yeah. I'm saying, right? I know. Yes. Yeah. She's just, she's all over the place. And I think it would produce some anxiety for her to have that responsibility. Yeah. That um, makes sense. But four years from now, her would. So that's annoying uh, and useless information, but there it is. <laughs> it's not she's at the, all. <laughs> yeah. She's the right person, but the wrong time. Yes. But I, I think like a young person is not a bad idea. Like I think he, He's not upset by music. He's not upset by like life happening around him. You know what I mean? Like he's not disturbed by that. He is disturbed by people coming at him and touching him head first. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. You do that sometimes, but, mm-hmm. and, and he pulls back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not that he wants to sniff like a cat would. It's that he wants you to come from under. 
Mm-hmm. So to like go to his chest or under his chin mm-hmm. instead of his forehead, which is just, I think it's a human response to be like, I'll go up top. Mm-hmm. Right. But he gets overwhelmed by that. And little kids exclusively go up top is what he's showing me. He okay. must have been around kids, like a bunch of kids. My kids are not all up in him. And so I maybe his previous his, home. I was about to say it must be from from another life he had. Right. Because. Yeah. He just doesn't like how unpredictable they are. Like he has a very strong feeling about it. So wherever you do rehome him, if you rehome him, he doesn't want to go with little kids. Okay. And I would say 10 years old and younger is what he would consider to be a little kid. Like he keeps on showing me children's hands, Mm -hmm. how much he dislikes them. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Tony's got strong opinions. Oh, you know, it could also be when we have family over, I've got some five-year or six-year-old. That makes perfect Little sense. girls that when they come out, they want to, they want to see Tony and they want to touch him. And mm-hmm. you know, they're five and six girls. They're right. like wonderful little creatures. And they're loud and lots of energy. Yeah. And, and yeah. they're gentle, but they're like unpredictable. He does not yeah. like unpredictable humans, which okay. honestly, neither do I. Um, so I respect <laughs> him a lot. Now, when it comes to Jack swatting at him a little bit, uh-huh. he doesn't use his nails yeah. in any way that that Tony notices. He sometimes finds it annoying, sometimes finds it fun. Like, it's totally fine is the answer. It's their okay. relationship, which yeah. is very much like a sibling-style relationship. Mm-hmm. Jack is incredibly charmed by Tony. Oh, good. Like, incredibly yes. charmed. Just yes. thinks that Tony is... How would I describe that feeling? I've never had that feeling that Jax has. Hold on. Jack, Jack, Jack or Jax? Jack. Okay, Jack. I don't know why I'm putting a plural on his name. Everybody it's, does that. Really? <laughs> it's funny. Yes. That's weird. You know, yeah. Jax, his mind is so interesting. He's a real, and I mean this in the most positive way, a real floop-a-doop. He said, he's really like silly and cute. And like his thinking is just... I feel like his thinking is what a lot of people associate with a cat, just like yeah. silly and fun. And he's so happy. You're not trying to rehome this cat. No. Okay, no. good. This cat, it no. doesn't want to go anywhere. This cat is no. perfectly happy. Don't he's do happy. anything. He would have a hard time. He would have a, an adjustment period if, if Tony was to leave. No. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't mean therefore don't do it because it might be in the best mm-hmm. interest of how long do, do bearded dragons live? 18 to 20 years. We don't know how old Tony is. I we I think he's closer to like 12 years old. He was showing me 11. Okay. He was showing me um, 10 or 11 is, is his guess. Okay. Because you've asked um, him so many times. I have. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just very curious about Tony. No, Jack, Jack would never be rehomed. My husband speaks of Jack. Jack has this look on his face like, what's the meaning of life? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's yes. weird. He's like, He's like perpetually in this state of like seeing his first snowfall. Like yes. he's just got this real like <laughs> wonderment about him, which is so authentic to his nature. He's like perpetual kitten. And Tony's not at all like that, but he sometimes really enjoys that about Jack. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of enjoyment Good. about that. Yeah. Okay. That's so sweet. with Tony though, the, the beautiful bearded dragon, is there anything else that you would like to check in with him about or anything else that would be helpful? His bones. I see him moving slowly and I'm worried about the health of his body. That's true. You're mm-hmm. seeing it correctly. Okay. 
This is why he wants more of that heat lamp. Do you have okay. a heat lamp for him, right? Yes, yes. And I put him under it all the time, but he scurries away from it. Mm-hmm. And when he comes out of his tank, I'll leave the doors open for him, like I did this morning. And he hopped out and he'll go and nestle in a shadowy corner mm. under the bed, usually close to heat sources. He wants to be warm, but not necessarily yeah. in sun. In the light, yeah. Is there a way in his tank to create a shadow spot that's like a thin shadow. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not a cave, but something where he can get the heat, but not the direct sun. He does have a cave, a little cave in there, but yes, there is, I can, I can make a spot for him right I now. Feel like he's like could fashion. Can, yeah. I feel like that would be helpful for him because he has dueling interests. He likes moving around. That's one of his interests. Yes. One of sometimes he doesn't like the brightness, but he mm-hmm. wants the heat. I don't okay. think that the cave is especially hot. No, I don't think to be? so. Okay. No. Yeah, it feels cool to me. So if there was like a way for him basically to have like a beach umbrella, that would really be interesting to see what he does with it. I mean, he knows that he's cared for. He knows that you're going to work full time outside of the house. Is that what you said? Uh, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, yes, I'm going to have to. I just okay. got to pay bills. So it's going to okay. happen. Yeah. Okay. And that'll be a downturn for him because you guys have a relationship and that's like mm-hmm. the book of his time. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, if you think it's right to rehome him, I would just start looking now in a very open-ended way, not a rush, looking mm-hmm. for the perfect person. Don't let him go yeah. unless it's the perfect person because you guys already are close. Yes. And and it would take a lot of convincing. My husband is like, there's, we're not going to rehome our pet. No, he's, yeah. he's our what's pet. Your, what's your husband's name? Manny. Manny doesn't want to let him go. He's very yeah. serious about that, but he also isn't like doing a lot to help Tony. So that's not cute. We want a better look than that. It's no, Manny's, Manny's not consistent with Tony. So. I see. So sometimes he does a lot. Yes. Is he currently not doing much? No, he currently, he actually just cleaned his tank out. Okay. That's not the kind of thing that Tony notices. It's the kind of thing that Tony benefits from. But Tony, Mm. Tony is the one who's telling me that he doesn't do a lot with him. Like they're not. So maybe he does for him, but Tony's not going to be as aware of that as as a human Mm -hmm. would be. Tony likes to be left alone and attention. And you're very good at that because sometimes you forget about him and sometimes you remember him and you mm-hmm. want him on you all the time. It's like the kind of attention he likes, it happens to work with your personality. Like you you are very compatible. And that warms my heart. Yeah, it, it's very true. And mm-hmm. I think Manny could be that way, but he's just, I don't know if it's if he's not physically present. I don't think Manny puts Tony on him the same way you do. No, Manny does not put him on him the way I do. He kind of puts him on his shoulder. He doesn't put him on He doesn't like that. He likes, he wants to be on, he likes a chest. Yes. Specifically what he likes. Partially because he feels a little bit more control because again, you can't come at his face when he's Mm -hmm. on your chest facing your face. If Manny is open to it, I would say you want to keep Tony. You have to put him on your chest and hang out with him every day, even if it's only for 15 minutes. Like mm-hmm. that'll make a meaningful difference to Tony's life. And okay. then I think you will feel a little bit better. And again, if you end up having to leave the house to work, you're going to have to cross that bridge. And I would also look into like, you know, for cats, they have like those crinkly heated blankets, self-heating blankets. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's some version for 
lizards. Yes. Yeah, for yeah. dragons. So I would also look into that if you are going to be out of the house because it would be a, like tin, not gold or silver, but mm-hmm. it would still be better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. The other thing about Tony is Tony does not eat enough and he does not eat his vegetables. And I don't know what to give him to eat besides worms and crickets. And I was roaches. about to say cricket. He keeps on showing yeah. me like crickets. Like maybe, maybe he's also showing me roaches. It looks like crickets to me. It looks yeah. like, like exoskeletons. That's what he really yes. likes. Is he supposed to eat vegetables? He's supposed to eat vegetables because like a lot of creatures, we need, we need vegetables. We need it. Does, does yeah. he ever eat celery? I've given him celery. He hasn't really been fond of it. He loves blueberries. He'll eat blueberries. That's adorable. Um, I feel like I need to see that. The reason why I asked about celery is because he likes this exoskeleton. He likes the crunch. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering like, okay, so other than like jicama, I'm trying to think of other things that crunch that might appeal to Mm -hmm. him. Apples Um, and pears. Does he like apples and pears? Kind of, not really. He kind of scoffs at them. Maybe if I cut them in the form, yeah, if in the form of a bug, yeah, maybe or just like like smaller slivery pieces, and leaving the the peel on. Obviously, I think too big of a bite, too juicy of a bite doesn't appeal to him. Certainly, pears and apples. Mm -hmm. I also think you might want to try a sour apple as opposed to a sweet apple. Hold on, let me see what else we got. Have you tried like the trunk of broccoli well we haven't had that in a while try that again i'm seeing i'm just trying to go with like what he's showing me that he likes about crickets they're a crunch there's like a yeah it's a textural thing as much as a taste thing for him although blueberry is pure taste for him he he just likes their taste Mm -hmm. so i feel like if you could just get him on like a fruit and a veggie that he likes like one of each that would kind of solve the problem yes it would but i would be happy yeah for (laughs) now he's just like give me give me crickets Okay. Just give me crickets. <laughs> okay. Me. Yeah. 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 He loves those crunchy things. Oh, he's so funny. He's in the corner just staring here and his beard's all black. Oh, he's stressed. <laughs> he's like, what are we doing? Hold on. Let me just take a moment to to talk to him. Okay. I'm going to be silent yeah. for a moment. Let me know if in the next few minutes, if his beard kind of cools down from his agitated state, he feels like we're picking, I'm picking, 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 picking. And he's aware that you're considering rehoming him. And that's not how animals think of it ever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not how kids think of it. It's not how animals think of it. He doesn't want to be gotten rid of. Okay. Well, I won't get rid of him. I will keep him. That's that's easy. Yeah. And I don't want to talk you out of if you find that you can't give him the care he needs and he's going to live another decade. You know, I think it's wise to be open to the perfect situation with the perfect person. But again, it's like he doesn't like being picked at and, and me asking all these questions even though he's being very forthcoming and he's being very communicative, he's just like, he's in a fighting stance. Is that like physically how he looks right now in a fighting stance or just yeah, a defensive stance? Defensive. He's yeah. kind of low and like. Like, what do you want? Yeah. Where is this going? Is, yeah. is basically where, what he's saying. Yeah. So hold on for a moment. Okay. Do you have blueberries with you? He has some in his tank. They're okay. sitting right there. Okay. They're available. So, so he's messing with me. Okay. <laughs> Let's see maybe, how he does with that. Yeah. Maybe he wants fresh blueberries. <laughs> He only likes them fresh, just so you know. He prefers okay. them cold. He doesn't like them warm. Oh, well, can we go give him some okay, cold cool. ones right yeah, now? Yeah, because, let's, yeah, I want him to be happy. That's, yeah, because he's a little stressed by this conversation for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. understandable. I don't know why he likes a cold blueberry, but it's just a preference. He just does. Okay. See, Tony, I hear you. Let's see. He's a little defensive. I don't know if he eats when he's nervous. 
Maybe not, but we're going to take these guys yeah. out. Okay. We're going to play it out and see what happens. He's got um, cold blueberries now. States across the U.S. have advanced a record number of bills attacking transgender rights and threatening the health and safety of trans people and their families. Whether you're trans and looking for support or an ally wanting to help, here are three organizations to know about. There's MTUG, or Metro Trans Umbrella Group, serving trans people directly in the St. Louis area. Transgender Education Network of Texas, which is an advocacy and resource group. And lastly, A Place for Marsha, which facilitates safe housing for trans individuals escaping transphobic states. Check out these resources, Signal Boost, and support them however you can. So here's this guy. Oh, hey, Mr. Jack. Yeah, so he wants to come in. Great. So I'm going to let him in. In regards to the cats, is there anything that you want me to look at or anything that you want to ask about? I'm really curious about Shadow. We know that she's got some liver problems. Mm -hmm. I'm really concerned about her because her appetite increases, decreases. We have this cream that we put in her ear Mm -hmm. for, she's got a thyroid issue is what they Mm. said. And liver. I believe and liver plus her bladder, like her, the way that she's made is that things are curved inside of her, I believe, or tucked away. So she's not. The vet said it's just, I don't even know what it is. So it's, it's a just like the, the, it's like the uniqueness of her physique yes. is this thing. It's not like it's wrong. It's just yeah. a little, okay. So we're checking with Shadow. Hold on for just a moment. They're right there, right away, because you warned them that I was coming. Good job. Yes. So she's old. She is. That's what she says. I will preface what I'm going to say with, I've talked to many animals who... We're at the end of their life who said, I don't, I'm not ready to die yet. And many mm-hmm. who said, I'm totally ready to die yet. I have never met an animal who resisted death or feared death the way that humans do. So mm-hmm. I want to just preface this conversation with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. She is not dying currently, but she mm-hmm. understands that she is at the end of her life. And I don't mm-hmm. mean that like imminently at the end mm-hmm. of her life, but mm-hmm. you say thyroid, you say liver. She says old. Sometimes she's uncomfortable. But she's never like unhappy, unhappy. So whatever you're doing to care for her, sometimes she finds it very annoying. Yes. But she understands that you're trying to make yourself feel better. She doesn't. (laughs) Here she comes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That makes sense that she would come through now because she feels that it's important for you Mm -hmm. to do these things for her because Mm -hmm. of how you feel about her. She doesn't completely think they're going to help. No, she okay. might not be right, but is she, yeah. has she all of a sudden jumped up and come over here? No, she's just, yeah, she's right here by my feet. Okay. She's okay. just, yeah. She's yeah. scooching around. Okay. I mean, for her, her senses are still, I mean, they're not what they once were, but her senses are still good. She have a little bit of cataracts? I don't know. I like, don't are her eyes, so. do they sometimes look like, I don't know how to describe how it looks on cats. Like, so you can tell, tell when a cat's eyes are a bit old because they're mm-hmm. a little more like, of that shiny concave thing that happens. Okay. That on her. I haven't noticed that. And even okay. as she's just walking over here, like her eyes are super golden right now. Great. So there's, you're not seeing yeah. that. Great. No. Her vision she's telling me is not as, as it once was, mm-hmm. but it's still good. She mm-hmm. still smells. She still can like jump and run. So yes, all this other stuff, she just feels like, well, I'm old. 
Mm-hmm. It, and it doesn't bother her that much. We call her old lady because she's the little because old she's lady. because she's a little old lady because she's yeah. a little old lady. But she's like she is. she's a little old lady that you and I want to become. She's still mm-hmm. really active. She's very happy in her life. She's happy walking away from you and spending time alone. She's happy hanging out with you and connecting. Mm-hmm. She's her own person. And yeah. I don't see that there's anything that she needs that you're not giving her. I think there's a food. It's a it's a kibble. It looks like a dark food that is not wet. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, we stopped giving that to her year, she, about two years ago. Yeah. Why? Her you teeth. Know? Oh, she really liked it. And if you're yeah. asking if there's anything she wants, she wants that. Yes. So okay. I would say that if you're like really looking to spoil her, you can get that mm-hmm. food and give it to her as a treat and not as mm-hmm. a meal. Let's okay. see how that goes. But mm-hmm. this is you indulging her. This is not mm-hmm. necessary. It's just you told her to ask for what she wants. So that's what she wants. Um, <laughs> she really liked that food. Um, it wasn't like McDonald's, but it was like addictive, yummy food. It was very easy yeah. to eat. What you're giving her now is a little, it's probably much better food because it's a lot more complex. So mm-hmm. she eats it slower or she like yes. feels slower about it. Yes. We have to pull it out because if if she won't finish her bowl and then Jack will go in there and scarf it down. So Mm -hmm. we're, we're telling Jack, we've trained Jack. We're working on it to Uh not eat shadows food. And so Jack thinks that's really fun game. (laughs) Jack just thinks that's a fun game and we can play this game forever. It's fine. Like it's really just a game that sometimes you win. Sometimes he wins. He's a good loser. You're not as good a loser, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah, But it's okay. Yeah. That's his attitude. She Mm -hmm. just can't always eat as much of this other food, the food that you're giving her. Okay, so the, the water. Do you have two different water bowls for the cats? Yes. Okay. They each have their own water bowl. Is hers up higher? No, actually, I put hers lower. Hers is the lower one. But she comes into Jack's. Jack's is a little bit higher, and mm-hmm. she'll drink from there. She prefers that location. Okay. For whatever that's worth. I think it's because more, like, dusties and, like, random hairs and stuff like that fall into mm-hmm. the water bowl, the lower it is. Yes. She's Not just that. She's yeah, she's and it's in the laundry room. So we moved it from the kitchen to the laundry just because we're doing a bunch of cleaning stuff out, you know. Yeah. We, yeah. We, life. Life. Yeah. Yes. And so we've relocated their space. And also, so here's the thing that I really want to know about my cats mm-hmm. and what I need them to know. Mm-hmm. They got to stop waking me up at four o'clock in the morning and three o'clock in the morning, because if they're going to keep doing that right now, what we've done, our solution has been Jack goes into the office which is the garage conversion and shadow is in the laundry room so they're both it's the garage but there's a a space that separates it a wall that separates and a door so shadow is on top of the dryer because it's warm Mm -hmm. i think for her and her food is down low below the dryer which really seems to bother her she'll go into the office she prefers to go into the office to eat and to have water i've noticed so we can make that change or we can bring her Mm -hmm. food back out into the dining room so does she have a preference of office or dining room she kitchen the kitchen is what she's the most used to and because she's a cat she's a little inclined towards that but the office if the door is always open is more quiet and gets Mm -hmm. less traffic so she might prefer that the problem is you don't always have the door open it looks like no, because we close the door at night because Jack's in there. But I Jack see. is very irritated that he is in there because he wants to prowl at night. But it's winter yes. and it's cold. And I told and it's been raining and storming. Yeah. And so I think when it's raining and storming, he's OK with it. But when it's not, he wants to be out. He wants to be out of doors, not out of the room. Yes. OK. First of all, 
moving her food would be great. <laughs> if the kitchen is chaotic, go to the office. The problem is she mm -hmm. doesn't like being away from her water. She does get dehydrated. That is her yeah. part of her like old lady medical stuff. So mm -hmm. I would say if you could even have two water bottle water bowls for her, mm -hmm. that wouldn't hurt her feelings. So there's mm -hmm. that. Then there's Jack mm -hmm. understands why you don't want him to go out at night and he disagrees. And that's the whole conversation. I don't see it changing. I'm just going to be honest with you about that. Yeah. But then you you like mentioned something important, but kind of blew past it, which is they wake you up at three or four. So do they have access to your bedroom at night? We keep the door cracked. Yes. So they can they come do. in. Okay. Yes. And so the fact that they hang out in the rooms that they do, they have access to the house. They just choose to be in those rooms. No, they. she just comes in, pause clicking and just and then leaves and then comes in and then leaves. Oh, so so she's not meowing to wake you up. It's just that she's like yes. checking on you and it wakes you up. I don't know what she's doing, but she's coming in and it's waking us up. So <laughs> Sometimes I have, she'll meow, but not always. Do you have an, a sound machine on in that room? Yes. Okay. So so she, you can hear her over the sound machine. Yes. And it's is it just her or both of them? Because I'm just talking to her right now, but is it both of them or just her? Jack doesn't come in. Jack just meows really loud and he howls is what he it, howls yeah yeah at the door no just in the living room and we can all hear it and they're both doing this at three or four yeah usually between three and four in the morning so they're both doing it for different reasons she's hungry her food's okay. out you said her food is usually out and down at that time because we know that jack's not going to get to it so mm -hmm. she usually has food out but she's usually finished her nighttime her grazing yeah yeah she's coming in hungry is what she's showing me mm -hmm. so i don't know what that's about hold on let me just pause and ask her she's confused this is old lady stuff i feel like this is a new behavior from her like it started it started probably in the last six months yeah um, yeah i think that the thyroid thing that we've discovered is the reason why and when she's on the medication regularly it's helped mm -hmm. but then she starts losing her fur and other has other mm. issues so i'm adjusting Ugh. the dosage and it's it's just it's been a pain for her poor thing and now her appetite's all whacked out she's, i see yeah. that she's what i'm seeing is she's like coming in and she's confused and she's like she, she feels hungry mm -hmm. she's showing me that she feels hungry and she's just like are you still there wait what oh i'm gonna go wait i should go check wait are they still there yeah every wait i'm hungry wait what oh, oh okay i'm gonna go like it's she's confused She's confused. If she goes outside, you don't really want to cut her nails because you want to give her that line of defense. Hold on. Let me just see the problem. Okay, hold on. Let me see. You don't want her to sleep on the bed or are you okay with that? I'm okay with her sleeping on the bed as long as there's a blanket on top of it because sometimes she leaks and I have a mm -hmm. white ivory mm -hmm. comforter that I'm particularly yeah. fond of. Have you ever tried getting one of those like puffy flat like squares that are basically cat beds or small dog beds. Yeah, she has one. She, she has, has one on top and of the dryer. And she sleeps on it, right? She loves it. Yeah, she sleeps in it. Would you be able to like get one for the bed so that you could like keep it on the bed? Because I wonder if she developed a new habit of like sitting on your, on the corner of the bed on, mm -hmm. it looks like your side, not his side. Mm -hmm. At that hour, she might feel a little bit more soothed. Like there's something to do when she comes in there because she goes in your room and there's kind of like, Nothing that she's supposed to do, but she feels like she should keep on going in your room. Mm -hmm. That might help. Hold on. It wouldn't help immediately, but it would help, especially if you developed a habit of like picking up and putting her on that corner. Okay. Picking up and putting her on that corner. Then she might just come and hang out on that corner. 
she hangs out on that corner pretty regularly. Okay. Without yeah, I, anything. Yeah. Without anything there. Yeah. I feel like it, if you're sleeping and you know she might leak on your bed, that's not super relaxing. Whereas you can throw yeah. those things in the wash easy peasy. Yeah. So yeah. I would see if that helps. The problem with changing Shadow's behavior is simply that she's not really, there's something that's going on with her. It happens during the day too, in different ways. Mm -hmm. You're just noticing it as much because there's a million other things happening as opposed mm -hmm. to just sleep. But she's she's confused. Okay. She's showing me that she's like hungry, but I wonder if what I'm perceiving as hunger is a different feeling in her body. It's like an ache, like a mm -hmm. that I'm associating with hunger. But yeah. it could be something else. Hold on. She doesn't understand why it's a problem. She feels she's very quiet. But she is very quiet. She feels yeah. she's very quiet. And she she is checking in on you. And she's also trying to get some need met that she can't figure out. It's a confusion. And here's another like workaround, which is could you throw down a rug where she tends yeah. to click, clack, click, clack. Then you want to hear the mm -hmm. click, clack. That might work. She doesn't have like a request that she's mm -hmm. trying to get satiated. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's it puts you in a bad position because you can't fix it for her. You know what I mean? What I've invited her to sleep mm -hmm. with us, but she doesn't. I think I'll just keep inviting her to sleep with us and yep. I'll just get a bed for her that can just, we have a king size bed now. So there's plenty of space for her. Good. Yeah. And I think yeah. for her, that cat bed that I'm seeing that square material thing mm -hmm. that you have on the, on the washing machine, she knows mm -hmm. that's her spot. You yeah. placed it for her. You said, this is for you and she gets it. So I think mm -hmm. if she had another one on your bed, that when she walks in confused, she might see that and be like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, that might just answer it. It might not. Again, mm -hmm. I don't think she has dementia, but she has like senility. Mm -hmm. And I think it gets worse at different hours or in different okay. conditions. Okay. Yeah. She's still safe to go outside though, from what I'm she seeing. She is. Yeah, yeah. She goes outside once in a while. She just yeah. doesn't prefer it. She likes to go out and jaunt around for 10 yeah. minutes. And she doesn't want to be in. in danger because she's not confident anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas, okay, so now the last question we have is looking at Jack, what mm -hmm. the hell he's doing howling in yes. the night. Yes. And, and again, that's a new behavior question mark? It started around the same time that Shadows, yeah, it's it started around the same time. Jack's really, he's really pissed off at us for taking him to the vet. So, and I had his teeth cleaned uh, oh. recently. And they actually said, you have to give him sedative to come to the vet because he's very aggressive. Okay. So there is a spray that you can get for cats that you spray it like 15 minutes before you go to the vet and you can like really douse it. And it's a pheromone that mm. really calms them down. It might protect you from having to give him a sedative. It might not, yeah. but yeah. it might even just make it easier to give him a sedative because it's really good for an anxious cat. So this has been going on for a couple months or weeks? Probably, yeah, since the beginning of the year. Hold on. I mean, he's howling. He's not meowing. He's howling. Yeah. He's trying to get your attention. He wants yeah. to be let out. He just wants to go. He was howling like this in the rain when yeah. he knew it was flooding yes. out. He was still trying to get yes. out. Yes. What a nerd. Okay, yeah. hold on. Listen. This is a guy with a lot of emotional intelligence, but that is where his intelligence is. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm just like, what kind of cat wants to go out in the monsoon? But like, he, he did. Hold on. Let me just talk to him for a minute. What time is okay for him to start howling? What time do you wake up? 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30.
You wake up at four thirty. I just I don't I you know I don't. Yeah, sleep well. I mean yeah. yeah, you said four thirty five, right? There yeah, you go. Yeah. Okay, so he's only waking up like an hour before you get up. Yes, that's a cat thing. I told him, push it over an hour. He's like, no, <laughs> I have to tell them when it's re- time to get ready to get ready. He's doing his due diligence. Like he, that's how he sees it. But I told him to just try and that you would pet his head because he likes his head pet, unlike the, the dragon. And yeah. you would talk to him and let him out. Yes. I've made him promises without checking with you, but I felt like that's okay. Safe. I yeah. can totally do that. You can do I those can totally three things. Do that. Yes. So, but that's if he aims towards five, yes. 430 to five. I'm sure he yes. knows what that means. He knows what the difference is. I'm trying to get him to time it with you, with you getting out of bed instead of reminding you that it's almost time to get out of bed. Honestly, he thinks he's doing his job. That's he so thinks, sweet. He thinks he's like a rooster. Like it's his job to get you ready to get ready. That's um, so sweet. Also annoying. It's super annoying. Hold on for <laughs> a minute. Is. Hold on. They're also a little egging each other on. Like they're both kind of getting alert around the same hour and mm-hmm. a little bit like one is agitated and the other is agitated and like, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. but they're not even talking to each other about it. It's not like they're doing the same thing, having the same feeling or the same motivation. They're just both activated and they're both like, <gasps> what do we do? So Jack isn't saying this, but I think part of what might be happening is that Shadow is just agitated a little because she's an old person and i think jack is kind of responding to like okay it's time to get on let's turn on then okay let's go like i think there's like an element of that i'm gonna keep all my fingers and toes crossed that this conversation helps nobody wants to make any of these changes just for the record Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, but everyone seems amiable to try that's good yeah the reason i want this is because i feel guilty locking them up at night i understand I, I don't want to be locked up at night. I don't no. want my cats to be locked up at night. Yeah. It makes me very sad. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's, And they don't understand why. They're just like, this makes no sense. Why in the world would this happen? And mm-hmm. it makes their behaviors worse because they're just like trying to get your attention. I mean, kids, what are you going to do? Now, I know we have to wrap up, but I am mm-hmm. a little curious. Did Tony the bearded dragon eat his blueberries? Tony did not eat his blueberries. He's still, he was still in the spot. Shadow. Is he, is he still black bearded? Is he still agitated? Let's see him. He's still there, but he doesn't. He's still a little agitated looking, eh? Like, is this, is that the normal color of his face or is that the agitated color? That's, well, he's also not warm. So, Mm. but the, the orange, I think is, I don't think the orange is agitated. Okay. Yeah, he I mean, seems you, pretty happy when he's orange usually. Okay. Okay, great. You so yeah. I'm I'm just I'm going by by feel here. Okay. Um well yeah. let me know how that goes as well. I mean, yeah, uh, it might not work at all and it might work later, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep our fingers crossed that this yes. has been productive. Thank you. It is my pleasure. It's been so nice to meet you. So and your, great to meet and you. your whole family of animals. Oh, I love my animals. So. They're adorable. Wonderful. Every year they say the end is near, but we're still here, yeah, we're still here.